Hey, and welcome to a new episode of The Walk. I'm Father Roderick, and I'm walking outside my rectory. I just left uh, by the the door of the uh, extension that is built. There's a nice um, uh, part of the house that is almost entirely covered in glass, and it has a back door, which is uh, really nice. And actually, I'm going to uh, <laughs> do a shortcut today. I'm opening the garage here. Because normally, of course, during the walk, I should be walking. But today, I'm going to take the bike. And it's parked here next to my car. It's really such a joy to have a garage for the first time in my life. Especially because it's winter and uh, it's freezing during the nights. And uh, in the past, my car would also always be parked outside. So on mornings like these... You would have to spend about 10 minutes trying to remove the ice and sometimes the snow from, uh, from, your, from, from, from your car windows. And now that the car is in the garage, let me close this thing. It's got a very old infrared remote that only works about half, half of the time. You have to be almost standing like 10 centimeters away from it for it to work. But this seems to close nicely. But I'm going to take the bike for two reasons. Actually, I was planning on walking. Believe it or not, I'm actually even wearing my walking boots. The, these ones that you hear. <laughs> Those are the, the boots that brought me to Santiago de Compostela. Uh, but at the, on the very, at the very last moment, I heard that Inge is waiting in front of... Uh, a closed door at the office. So I'm now on my bike, by the way, in case you're wondering. And uh, the church is on my right hand. I'm turning left here. There is a cafe or bar opposite of the church. And uh, this is a, a newer part of the village. This is an old farmer's village. And this used to be just a tiny little settlement in the middle of green meadows with cows and sheep, and chickens, and whatnot. But in the meantime, this small village has been gobbled up by the big city. But it still kind of retains the character of a, of a, of a village, which I really like. Um, there is a, an old farm here on the left. It's a small, tiny little house, some stables. But most of these farms have been... Uh, transformed into living houses into because the lands are no longer there the cattle is no longer here although there are still some farmers in the village that have fields um, outside the perimeter of the of the city so I was planning on recording the walk while walking to to work um, because of the the snow that they have predicted and will start to fall well any time now it's coming I think from the west and uh, it will cover most of the country in a, well, according to the forecast, in a, a pretty thick layer of snow, about five centimeters, which is a lot of snow, especially since we haven't had any <laughs> for months. The lake here, or there's a small, it's not a lake, it's a pond more here on my left, is completely frozen and... Uh, has only been freezing for three days, so it's not thick enough to safely skate on it. But 
the Dutch have solutions for that. Um, what they sometimes do is when temperatures go sub-zero, and that's sub-zero uh, Celsius here, they, um, they will uh, use hoses to, uh, to add water to, for instance, a field or a parking lot. So it will create a thin layer of water that will freeze overnight. Then they'll add more water, it freezes, becomes even thicker. And that is a technique that they have perfected quite, quite well. And so in two nights, you can actually grow enough ice for people to skate on. And so the first, the biggest race is always who, which, which town will have its first ice marathon or marathon on ice. And I think that that should be any time now, or perhaps it has already been done. I'm not much of a skater myself. Ooh, the wind is very cold. <laughs> I'm uh, cycling next to the train tracks and there, th this is a long outstretched road so the wind can get very strong here's a train by the way very quiet train I have to say and it's still running on schedule which will not be the case later on today because very uh, likely the country will come to a standstill um, because of the snow that we, ha we have uh, it's a, s a small country with lots of roads lots of uh, train and, and other public transport infrastructure but all that works fine on a normal day but not when it's snowing or, or raining very very hard so because of the snow I wanted to go walk so I wouldn't end up in a traffic jam on my way back home and because I like walking, especially when it's cold like this and it's not snowing or raining, it's nice to be outside. Um, <laughs> I uh, totally f didn't think of the fact that if I'm holding a recorder without gloves, the <laughs> being on a bike is actually a bit colder than I anticipated. So, but then I took the the bike uh, because. Uh, uh, Martin, our, our office manager, is uh, is elsewhere today, so he's not at the office. Usually, he's the one who opens all the doors. He's got all the keys. He's kind of our our Peter <laughs> with the keys to the kingdom. However, uh, since he's not there, and I am the only other one who has the key of the uh, offices upstairs, Inge met with a closed door. So. Instead of walking, which would take me about 45 minutes, I, uh, I decided to take my bike. That'll be a, a lot quicker. And then I can still give you an update. I did walk for five meters. <laughs> so technically speaking, this is a walk and a bike ride. So what's going on last week or last, uh, last episode I shared with you um, uh, that I oh, was very, very tired after a strenuous week full of stress and then I felt I was on the verge of uh, of uh, a, a burnout and it's uh, I, I explained back then that a burnout is nothing is, is not in the first place physical fatigue but it's this feeling that you're being run by other people's agendas and if that takes long enough you get so stressed out and you feel like you have no control over uh, of, over your life anymore nor has God by the way <laughs> 
It's just that other people take over. Um, that I felt that I had to do something. And that's what I did. I deliberately uh, refocused on what I perceived to be my mission. And that is first and foremost uh, my mission in the media, uh, the mission of Tridio, and the new channel that we are starting this week. And instead of worrying too much about long-term problems like how are we going to film all the TV episodes and uh, we had some contractual issues that needed to be resolved but all that is kind of has calmed down and uh, I think we're good for now so I, I dedicated most of my attention to the launch of this new channel and I have to say that it works wonders uh, it is still a lot of work but it's something that we have initiated that I am in control of, or, well, not me alone. Of course, we have now a team of five people that are working on this, but it still <clears throat> feels really good to be able to spend the majority of my uh, resources, my energy, and my creativity on what I believe is the long-term uh, strategy <laughs> that's going to be my long-term future, and not just... Uh, well, let's see if we can survive the next three months. So, uh, to give you a little bit more information about what's going to happen, so we have uh, contracted two new people, a journalist that is going to help us for one day per week. Uh, she's going to provide us with uh, an overview of the latest news happening in the Vatican and around Pope Francis. Of course, this week it's going to be mainly about the World Youth Day in Panama. But during the rest of the year, we will cover um, the uh, developments in the Vatican and around Pope Francis from an angle of not just, you know, reporting the news or church politics, because there are lots of others that do that, but more from the um, perspective of uh, what inspires us. How does the Vatican, how does our Pope uh, in inspire us, lead us, uh, incite us to do to go in a certain direction so we're looking for the things that are applicable to our uh, our own day-to-day -day situation as uh, Catholic faithful and parishes uh, it's a slightly different angle it's we're going to be focusing more probably on the pastoral side of the papacy and we'll leave the politics to other people and the speculations and whatnot <laughs> so that's that's one item uh, we're going to do like a weekly, or we hoping we're hoping to do because all this is still we're, we're we're figuring it out. We're venturing into territory that we've never been in. So technically, also production-wise, it is uh, it's going to be an adventure. That sounds better than a, a burden <laughs> and a challenge. So it's going to be an adventure, but we hope to produce a weekly video, a news video about that. So the second person that we hired is going to work for us as uh, both a presenter. Um, she's a, a natural on, on camera and a, a very, uh, how would you say that? Like someone who has the talent to bind people together. Um, and that's a part of her second, the second aspect of her job is to help us build a community around this initiative. And that perhaps is the most important goal of what we try to do in my country, as you know. The church is going through very difficult times. 
this morning I read an article in the news that of, I don't know, 20 churches in Utrecht, which is the city where I followed half of my, uh, what is it, studies, uh, my theology studies before I became a priest. And it's also the city where I was ordained. Um, only two or three churches will remain. So they're currently in the process of uh, closing about six or seven other church buildings, which is, of course, a traumatic uh, event for everyone involved. Now, in that situation, I feel the calling to bring people together and to offer them a home, an additional home, even if their parish is no longer there, the church in their town or uh, area, uh, city, town area is, is closed. What remains is, of course, the need for people to feel connected, to be part of a community and especially when it comes to faith, that is an essential part uh, of being a Christian. You're, you're, not, you're not supposed to be alone. <laughs> We're not all called to be hermites. Um, but we are called to be a church, a community, a family. And thank God for the internet that helps us uh, as a tool to accomplish that when other forms of communion and communication disappear and crumble. So one of the uh, ways in which we are going to, uh, to work on that is that we have decided to go to our parishes every week as much as possible. We are going to record um, at least one of our programs on location and that can be in a flourishing, vital, vibrant parish where uh, they still are able to uh, maintain a thriving parish life or but it can also be in small towns where almost everything is gone and a few people remain what we want to let our audience feel and audience sounds a bit technical a bit distant but the people that we want to embrace in our community what we want to let them know and experience is that they're not alone and that Catholics in both the country of the Netherlands and also in Belgium are still continuing to keep the faith to uh, deploy initiatives to care for each other and to try to live their faith in their day-to-day -day lives those stories need to be told because they are a, a testimony a witness to the strength of the church even in dire times but they are also medicine and food for our current catholic travelers in this barren desert of the of our low countries uh, nothing works better for your own faith and your own hope than witnessing it, it living in other people and seeing what faith helps people do uh, in their lives. That can inspire you to do the same or to do even better things. So that's one of the reasons that uh, this Thursday, the day of our launch, we will go to a parish not far from here in Bayern and... Uh, we are going to have uh, a, a, for a film, or we're going to stream it, and we're going to record it. Um, a talk show, a very simple talk show. I mean, of course, we don't have the means to do something that looks remotely like anything on TV, but we're going to make a start and, and make it better over time. We're going to have a talk show, or record a talk show, with uh, uh, a, a, two presenters, who, uh, one of which is Mario Leine, who is our community 
uh, uh, are both our presenter and the one who is going to help us build this community on location. Uh, so she she is one of the presenters, and I will, uh, at least for the time being, be the other presenter. And over time, we hope to alternate that and to bring in new people and new faces. But for now, we're going to start simple. And uh, we've already uh, uh, asked two guests to join us for that talk show. One is uh, uh, a, a couple that is uh, being very successful in that particular parish um, to form a group of teenagers and to keep them interested and keep them involved in, in the life of the parish. They have a ton of cool ideas and I want to I, I want to know more about that I, I hope they can tell us the secret of their success and then the second guest is Anna Marie and she was uh, one of the young people that uh, was allowed to speak to Pope Francis on the first World Youth Days of Pope Francis in Brazil so that is in Rio de Janeiro uh, of course that is quite a while ago and in the meantime she has uh, started a family she's got two kids and so love to hear more about her vision her view on on uh, the way the church can involve young people so it's a very upbeat start I think of our programming and then the third type of program that will have to wait a little bit more uh, by the way I've I've arrived here at the office is uh, more documentary style. It's more classic TV, in a certain way. But we—that's one of the one of the things that I'm totally comfortable with. <laughs> we're going to start that when we're ready. We, we are making a first a first start with these two shows. Let me put the recorder down here so I can lock my bike. Oh, it's cold. My hands are frozen, and then. These other, these other shows will, uh, will do that when when we're ready. It may take still a few few weeks. We don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So all in all, uh, positive update this week. I think uh, things are going uh, right as they should go. And uh, now I have to find the key to this door, <laughs> uh, so I can I can warm my hands again. Ooh, this is cold. I've got very deep pockets nowadays with tons of equipment. Here are my gloves. I should have put those on. Here is a pair of headphones, which I haven't used. They all get always get tangled up. It's the miracle of earbuds. <laughs> For some reason, no matter how carefully you fold the wires, they always get tangled up, and it takes 10 minutes to untangle them. Okay, I've got... 20 keys because of the office and the rectory. Let's hope it's open. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh that's better. Goedemorgen. Hello, goedemorgen. My parishioners who are having a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, lekker. So... The coffee is ready. That's one of the advantages of, of having uh, <laughs> our office in combination with the parish life here. There are always volunteers, and where there are volunteers, there is coffee. <laughs> Let me open the door to the upper offices. 
Ik kom eraan hoor. And no snow yet. But that won't last very long, I think. Putting all my stuff here. This is uh, the my, this used to be my uh, my study room or the place where I had my computer. This is now the office of uh, Martin, our office manager. We also have a meeting table here, where we strike our mega million deals. <laughs> and then here in the room next to that, the, we are currently uh, taking uh, uh, tearing the wallpaper. This, the floor is covered in white wallpaper here. So this hasn't been renovated for, uh, I I would estimate, 30 years. So there's very old wallpaper. We're going to tear it off and then have the the walls need to be uh, flattened. And then we're going to add uh, paint, I think, which is painted. And this is the big room. This used to be my living room. I'm very excited about this. This is going to be, uh, we're going to lower the ceiling because you can tell that there's a lot of echo in this room. Uh, so we're going to put in office ceilings here with decent lighting. And then this will be both a place for our future team to work because I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if this year we'll, we'll add more people to the team. And then uh, this, this part that is close to the street will serve as a classroom. So here we can have small courses, um, And those can be both uh, courses that are uh, connected to our mission, as to help people to be Catholic today, Um, but they can also be media-related. So this could also be a class where we train future, I don't know, (laughs) reporters, local parish reporters, teach them how to make uh, media content and how to use social media. So that is, and then here on the right, this used to be my bedroom, is Inga's office. She has a small desk here where she does all the social media stuff, and she Inga's going to help us also with the, the prep for the uh, the Vatican news. Taking off my hat, why why am I wearing my hat inside? <laughs> so, uh, because of course in the Vatican there's always something happening every day. So in the meantime, uh, Inga throughout the week she will gather the um, the video uh, material. And then on Thursday, we record the, the news. That's the day that Marjolaine works here. And then uh, in the afternoon, we, uh, we put the images in and the, the video footage. We have a hard deadline at 3 o'clock. So that is, that is, that's for us a way to make sure that that news stays topical and that we don't take another day or two to edit it together because news has to be, you know, made on the spot okay time for coffee time to warm up and then writing a press release for uh, the launch of our platform we are going to prepare the equipment for the live stream on thursday and i'm going to do the preparatory work for the first official episode of our news show okay <laughs> it's still on. It's still on. So we've got the coffee. We've got the cookies. There's no yeah. Dutch coffee without cookies. These are great. They're good. Okay. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.